Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited that you would join us today and hope you're encouraged by the message you hear. If you'd like to know more, visit our website, highway.com.au. Welcome this morning. Merry Christmas. Thank you, team. Didn't they do a great job this morning? Give them a round of applause. Well, finally here, huh? Finally here, Christmas Day. Fantastic. Hey, listen, let me just tell you up front, um, Annie and I had our wedding anniversary last Tuesday. Yeah. 44 years, and um, the highlight is that Tuesday was my golf day. (laughs) Now, I had a leave pass to play. I did. But I decided, no, I'll, I'll take Annie out for the day, and, uh, which is always scary because I'm not a big planner. So I'm telling most of the guys this story first up this morning. Online, if you're listening, welcome. You need to hear this. At Jacob's Well, there's a ferry that goes over to Tiplers, right? And you go over there. You have breakfast when you get there. You walk across the island to the surf. Fantastic. And then you walk back for lunch and then you, you know, spend a little bit of time and then catch the ferry home. It was a great day, a great day. I thought, why don't people know about this? I mean, we live at Calypso Bay and had to drive all the way to Jacob's Well. You know, I thought, this stuff's on our doorstep and we don't do anything. So if you're looking for a good day, um, go over there and say good day to Scott and Beck. Garver, who are, you know, would probably be watching online today. They've been in our church for many, many years. But it was a great day, and I encourage you, just take the family and have a, a good Christmas outing. Well, this time of year again, yeah, and um, great time for family and friends to come together. We, uh, we're here to celebrate today the birth of Jesus Christ. It's good news, isn't it? The birth of Jesus Christ. And uh, that, that's really where it all started. I mean, 2,022 years ago, we're still celebrating today the birth of Jesus. And um, as you know, recently we had our carols. Who went to the carols? How good was that? Fantastic. Uh, the police told us there were 12,000 that came. Um, so that was a good day. And, um, you know, that's our gift. It's always it's our 25th year of carols. And uh, that's our gift to the community every year uh, from Highway Church. And um, the, the thing I love about it, though, is that there are people from all walks of life that all come together to sing praise to God. We're talking people who probably don't even believe, yet they're singing the carols and they're having a great family time giving honour to the birth of Jesus Christ. I love that. And we celebrate his birth because salvation has come into the world through him. And uh, we celebrate this by the giving and receiving of gifts to one another. Who loves that? Who loves the old, you know, this is, and this is, yeah, right? Some people it's not not a lot of fun, but, uh, you know, it's a wonderful thing. And uh, there is more to what Jesus has done, though, than, than just salvation. Salvation is something that you don't want to be without. I mean, you don't want to miss salvation, right? 
That's, that's, the, that's the bottom line. But there are gifts that he's given us. Gifts that God has given us that will help us on the journey of life. And that's the part I find really exciting. Really exciting. And I want to share a few of those gifts with you this morning. Turn in your Bibles, if you've got them, to 1 Corinthians. Chapter 1, verse 4 to 9. It says, I always thank my God for you because of his grace given you in Christ Jesus. For in him you have been enriched in every way. With all kinds of speech and with all knowledge, God thus confirming our testimony about Christ among you. Therefore, you do not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly wait for our Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. He will also keep you firm to the end so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful who has called you into fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Now we know that Paul is writing to the church at, at Corinth and he's, he's informing them about these wonderful gifts, these wonderful gifts that Jesus has given through salvation. And these gifts will equip every believer to live a victorious life until the Lord returns. That's good news. That's good news. And I love the gifts under the Christmas tree. Um, I, Annie's the shopper in our house, um, and she does it well. Uh, this is her time of year, and, you know, the chockers around the, the bottom of that Christmas tree is, uh, is all the gifts, all wrapped up looking great. But who knows? Better than how that looks is when you get to open them. You know, tearing off the Christmas paper or some, is it then some do it very gently and fold, you know. But there are those who just rip into it and uh, open up the gifts and, and uh, those gifts, you know, you uh, use them to be blessed or whatever the gift is. It's, it's awesome. It's the same with the gifts that Jesus has given us. It's the same with the gifts given to us through his word. They're given to us through his word. They're not, they're not made up. They're not trendy. They're not the latest fad. No, no, they're given to us through his word that works, that is solid, that is proven. If you apply the gift, you will be blessed. Amen? That's how it works. Let's look at some of these today. The first one is the gift of grace. Gift of grace. In verse 4, it talks there about, I always thank God for you because of his grace given you in Christ Jesus. Now the dictionary tells us that grace means favour, means goodwill, to find grace with God, to find mercy, pardon. His freedom was an act of grace. And our freedom is an act of grace from God. And then if we're operating in this gift, if we receive that gift of grace and we begin to operate within it, our lives will be blessed. Now we know that the gift of grace is not a license to sin. You can't say, oh, I can do what I like because, you know, God's given me a gift of grace. And, you know, no, no, that's not what it's for. But if we do make a mistake, right? Anyone? Yeah, okay. Um, because we're human. 
we do make mistakes, we're not perfect, then if we're truly repentant, then we're forgiven. We're forgiven. The grace of God forgives us. And God has forgiven us and no one, no one has the right to put any guilt upon us. So if we're operating in this gift of grace, then we can put our head on the pillow at night and sleep well. Sleep well. Ever had those conversations going through your head? Ever had those, can I tell them, hun, can I tell them about the roast? Don't tell them? Yeah, I'll tell them. Um, <laughs> and he cooked a lamb. And she bought one of those new, stick it in and it'll tell you when it's cooked machine. It's a two-prong stick inner and it rings a bell, right? When it's done. Well, you're supposed to take the plastic caps <laughs> off the top of the prongers, right? Now, I don't know how you got that thing in there with those things on, I don't know. She's got biceps, you wouldn't believe. Um, and first thing this morning was, you know, good morning, my loving husband, Merry Christmas, or, or something to that effect. And, uh, and she said, Byron, I didn't sleep all night. I said, why, what's wrong? She said, I pulled the thing out, I can't find the plastic ends. She said, they're in the lamb somewhere. She said, can you find them? So I've got the, the leg out this morning early and slicing her all off until chink. We found them. So I can tell all my kids and grandkids today, the lamb's okay. <laughs> the lamb's safe. How did I get onto that? I've got no idea. I'm gonna... But I wonder how many today, given the gift of grace that's upon our life, that, you know, we rob ourselves of that grace through guilt. We cheat ourselves from that incredible gift of grace that God has given us because we can't let go of the guilt of past failures. And I've learned one thing about this flesh that I live in. This flesh doesn't have a lot of grace. Naturally, I don't have a lot of grace. Our flesh doesn't allow for grace. It doesn't forget. It doesn't forgive. That's why God has given us the gift of grace. The Word tells us that He has forgiven us. And you know what? We can, we can come to terms with it, can't we? We can, we can forgive ourselves. But, but what about someone else? I mean, imagine a, a, a murderer who finds God in prison and born again and God said, you are totally washed, you are, you are clean, you are set free. Do we forgive, though? Even though he's received the, received the very same gift of grace that you and I have received. It's a challenge on our flesh. Ephesians 2.8 says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not from yourself. It is a gift of God. It is a gift of God. It's a gift to us that we must appropriate by faith. 
appropriate by faith. So that tells me that I'm not going to feel this naturally. That forgiveness is not an automatic thing within me that is going to rise up and, and just go, oh, well, yeah, that's, that's nice. Uh, you know, we, we've got grace for that. We've got... No, 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 judgment normally rises up within me. But he has given us this gift of grace where we can say, you know what, grace has been poured out upon me. I can, I can let that grace flow to the people in my world. Wouldn't that be a better place? Wouldn't that be a better world to live in when that grace continues to flow? I mean, for example, say that say you you accidentally run over that cat that that messes in your garden every day. And and you're you're horrified. You know, you just you just can't forgive yourself. You're in torment over the fact that, you know, this happened to you and and uh, that poor cat and you try very hard to forgive yourself but you have to apply the, the gift of grace by faith and forgiveness will start to flow. Now, I didn't tell that story because I've run over the neighbor's cat. We live on a canal. I don't think there are many cats. Anyway, that's another story. Then by faith you must apply the gift of grace to all uh, uh, to allow forgiveness to rise. Now, your transgression may be bigger than that. But can I tell you that that gift of grace can cover anything? If you apply it by faith, if you receive it by faith, not naturally, it's not going to happen, but by faith in this grace that God has given us. Number two today, the gift of enrichment. Let's have a look at verse 5. It says, For in him you have been enriched in every way. Now, enrichment is something that we take for granted because it, it's so gradual. It, it's so gradual. I can tell you, I've watched over many years uh, of my life and it's the one thing good about getting older. It's the one thing good and it's probably only one thing good about getting older but you can look back and you can see the, the, the pattern, the plan, the, the journey of grace that has brought enrichment into your life. I remember when I gave my life to Jesus, not much changed externally. You know, we had the same house, same job, same car, whatever. All, all the externals just seemed to be the same. But something of a seed went on the inside of me. And it took a while for that, for that seed to germinate. You didn't see much at the start, but then a shoot began to appear and then, a, you know, a stem and then a harvest. And all of a sudden, you're producing harvest in your life that was actually enriching your life. Things that weren't stealing and taking and robbing from you were now adding to, multiplying your life, the blessing upon your life. And it's harvest after harvest. That's how it works. And there has been so many in my life to date, and I can tell you I'm enriched. Didn't happen overnight. But if you stay the course, enriched by the consistent applying of his word, 
that brings a harvest into your life. Proverbs 6, verse 2, uh, sorry, Proverbs 2, verse 6 to 8 says, For the Lord gives wisdom, and from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He holds victory in store for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk is blameless. For he guards the course of the just and protects the way of his faithful ones. If you want that gift of enrichment, if you want that, that gift, then it's within your reach. It's within your reach. Giving your life to Jesus is the starting point. If you don't know Christ as your Savior here today, that's the starting point. You just say yes. What happens? The journey begins. You say yes, the journey begins. This could be your day to say yes. And then we allow the Word to enrich our life by living it. It's not an overnight success. It's not an overnight success. This is something that you build over many seasons. But here's the good news. It can't be taken from you. It can't be taken from you. That consistency, that strength that is built over harvest upon harvest upon harvest in your life can't be taken from you. The only caution is that you don't get out of a train when it's in the tunnel. Trust him that he is faithful. He is faithful. You might be going through a valley today. You might be going through a good season. doesn't matter. He's still God. And you trust him through that whole season. You go the distance. You make the decision. You be consistent. And I promise you, I promise you, your life will be enriched. Your life will be. I've proven it. The third gift today is a gift of hope. Look at verse 8. He will also keep you firm to the end and that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. I don't think there's ever been a time in history where the message, the gift of hope was needed more than today. Needed more than today. But we have the promise of God that he will keep you firm until the end. That means you won't be wavering. It means you won't just sort of scrape over the line and just get there. No, he'll keep you firm until the end. 1 John 1, 4 and 5 says, In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. That light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Listen to this. Life and light produce hope. Light and life produce hope. If there's no life, then it's hopeless. You know, you see somebody on the side of the road lying there, and you go up, you check the vitals, there's no life, well, it, you know, it's hopeless. You can't do much with that. And if there's no light, if there's nothing but darkness, then it's hopeless. It's hopeless. That's why the birth of Jesus Christ, when he was born, he brought 
life and light into the world. Now there's hope. Now there's hope. And this light has the ability to destroy the darkness in people's lives. And it's not exclusive. It's not exclusive. He brought it for all mankind. All mankind are available to receive this light that brings life. See, the light used to be for a select group of people on the planet until Jesus came, until Jesus was born. And he brought it to all mankind. Now all mankind can benefit from the life that it produces. I mean, can I tell you today, I, my family were not Christians. And they lived in a very dark place. I mean, I, I grew up in a, it was totally dysfunctional. There were fights every night. It was arguing. The place was filthy. You never, you never invited anyone home to our place because you were so embarrassed. It was, it was just filthy. But that was living to us. We didn't know any different. We, we grew up, you know, that was our life. I hated living there. And as soon as I got my license at 17, I was gone. I was gone. I, I was flatting with my mates at 17. And who knows, it, it didn't go better from there either. That was, that was pretty much a downhill slope. And I can tell you, there's a day that I gave my life to Jesus and that light came in. I started to see things that I'd never seen before because I was so involved in the darkness. This light came in and, and brought hope. And I could see for the first time. And, you know, there's... Every night I pray, right? I, I pray at home and I, I have this this track mapped out in my house at the bottom right from the front door to the back and uh, around the kitchen bench around the kitchen table when fairy lights are not put there to trip me um, and then around and back to the front door that's my loop right that's my loop and I do that every night I pray and I prophesy and I you know I cry out to heaven the neighbours might think I'm crazy but I don't care but I turn the lights out, right? It's not a faith thing. I just turn the lights out and pray that I can remember where the furniture was. No. But I turn the lights out and the first lap, I'm in darkness. Like it is just dark, right? But by the second lap, I'm starting to see. My eyes are becoming accustomed Right, and I'm missing furniture, and it's a good life, right? I was doing this just the other night as I was preparing this message, and I felt the Lord spoke to me a word for every believer here today. And it's simply this. Don't withdraw from the light so that you become accustomed to the darkness. Don't withdraw from the light and become accustomed to the darkness. This is not an hour for believers to compromise with philosophies of this world. We live by the Word. 
not what is popular, not what is secular, not what is the latest trend or fad. No, no, the light pierces the dark. Don't become accustomed to the darkness. He has a plan and a purpose for your life, a destiny. He's given us gifts that when we apply them, you know what, our life gets better. It's undeniable. The world is grappling in the dark because they can't see what you see because they don't have light. And it's that light that brings the life to life. A blessed life. There's a whole lot of gifts waiting for you under God's tree. It's a whole lot of gifts waiting. The question is, will you receive them today? Will you receive them? They look great under the tree. But not until they're in your hands and you're ripping open that paper and you're applying that gift to your life that you will really see the goodness of God in your life. Amen? Amen. Let me pray for this morning and then we're going to have an item um, just before we close today. Father, thank you. Thank you that your word is so powerful that it, that life, that life that flows through us began today, 2,022 years ago, when you were born, when your son came into this world. And Lord, I pray for each one here today. Those who know you, Lord, I pray they will, they will receive that light produce that life for those who, who don't know you that way. I pray that they will invite you in. Invite you in so that that light can bring life as an amazing gift to all mankind. Bless each one, Father, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Merry Christmas and God bless. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to get in contact with us or find out more about Highway Church, go to highway.com.au.